I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello, and thank you for joining us for Get Connected with God's servant to the nations and creator of the kindness revolution, Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Today's topic is one that will bless us all. No retreat, no surrender. And here is Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Brothers and sisters, I come with a word of the Lord for you. You've already put your hands to the plow. You cannot look back. I don't care what is going on. I don't care what the enemy is trying to throw at you to make you fear, fearful. Listen, there is no retreat, no surrender. You are not quitting until you won the battle goes on and you've already won. This is the verse I want you to remember. Therefore, James chapter 4 verse 7, James chapter 4 verse 7, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil. It is, is, the, is the Greek word Antistemi, antistemi, and it means stand against the devil, oppose him, withstand him, set yourself against it. Don't let his running make you fearful. You've won this battle. I can guarantee you, you've won this battle. There is no retreat, there is no surrender. When you walk by faith, you've already won. Yeah. If you don't quit, if you don't quit, you must walk by faith. You must live by faith. You must do all you need to do, not by your feelings. Mm -hmm. Feelings come, feelings go. You see, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 11, 1, it said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith has substance in it. Faith does not look for substance. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Because faith without action is fake. So faith is the substance of things hopeful. Now faith does not look for evidence. Faith is the evidence. Is the evidence of things not seen. Your faith is the title deeds that what you are in need of is already yours and paid for. It's already yours and paid for. All you need to do is to find out how to access it. Now, Paul was talking to us in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He says, you are blessed with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. In other words, 
And he says, in Christ Jesus, because we cannot forget that in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, if you want to know how to operate in heavenly places, you must first of all realize you cannot do that unless you are in Christ Jesus. So in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, now watch this, I was flying in the heavens inside the airplane and I didn't have to worry or doubt whether I was in the heavens, yes, in the sky, flying. I don't have to worry. All I need to do is to be in the aircraft. Yes. And the aircraft will take me into the sky. I'm ab above traffic jam. I'm above all the sun that is, you know, on the ground. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even we are looking at the rainfall below us. Yes. We saw all those headaches of those on the ground was not my headache. Why? Because I am in the sky. Yes. I could not be in the sky unless I am in the aircraft. Now, Christ is that aircraft that places you in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. So when you are in Christ Jesus, you are already automatically going to operate in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. That's why he says you are blessed. You are blessed. I sat in the aircraft in the sky and I'm, I was enjoying the beauty of the Aurora Borealis. I was enjoying the beauty of the sky. I'm looking down and people on the ground are wondering how they will get home because there's so much traffic, there's so much rain, there's yes. so much wind, this and that. But once you are in the aircraft, mm -hmm. you are above all those. Hear me? When you are in Christ Jesus, you are above all those petty, petty things. It does not deny their existence. Yes. It just validates your position above it. He does not deny it. He doesn't deny it. That is why he says you are blessed. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It's not that you are going to be blessed. You're already blessed. Yeah. It's not that you are going to. You're already blessed. I got into the aircraft and I saw two people. They were, they were, they were arguing over a seat. <laughs> this is my seat. It's not your seat. And one was sitting in the wrong seat. The other one, all he needs to do is to bring out his boarding pass yes. and his seat assignment and show it. What is your boarding pass? Your boarding pass is the blood of Jesus. When you mm, be with the blood good. of Jesus is your boarding pass. Yes. And once you claim that you come under the blood of Jesus, you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are already in that Holy Ghost craft that has taken you above pain, above sorrow, above lack, above challenges that other people are going through. It does not mean you will not see them, but you have mm. overcome them. You have that's overcome good. them. And that's where faith comes in. Now, people will look at it and say, well, I am broke. But because you are in Christ Jesus, you will not say, I am broke. You will say, 
my God will supply all my needs. Yes. You see, he's not denying that obvious, he's confessing the reality. Yes. Confessing the reality. Listen, when you face challenges, the challenges you face is from the enemy to test the genuineness of your faith. Mm. The genuineness of your faith. Most people will speak negative again and again and again and again and expect, if, expect positive results. Right. It's not going to work that way. You've got, look at what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7. He says that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So the, the reason you face the challenge you are facing is because the enemy wants to test your faith. Yes. He wants, he wants to test your faith. He wants you to, to, he wants to know whether you truly believe what you say. Mm -hmm. Because anybody can shout when you are in the church. Anybody can jump when you are in the church. It is when you, from the parking lot. I always tell people at Kingdom Connection, as you are jumping now, <laughs> get ready because Satan is waiting in the parking lot. He's waiting for you to see whether you will still be jumping mm -hmm. when all the other jumpers are not with you. Yes. It is then that your faith walk begins. Yes. Because that's when you begin to confess the word of God. You look, Jesus was confronted by with the fact that he should confess that he is not the Son of God. Mm -hmm. Satan said, If you are the Son of God, mm -hmm. I mean that's a fact that cannot be disputed. That's right. And yet Satan came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, turn this stone to bread. And Jesus said, Listen, that's not the issue. I I, I, there's no if in this one, and I'm not ready to take instruction from you, yes. whether directly or indirectly. The problem with us as believers is we indirectly take instruction from the enemy or from the world or from our culture when we ought to take instruction from the word of God. If the word of God says it, if it doesn't make sense, it, might, it doesn't mean it does not make faith. Yes. Simply because it does not make sense does not mean it does not make faith. Most of the time, when it makes sense, it doesn't make faith. You see? So, 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 it says, it says, look at one point. Every time that you are trying to walk by faith, you are confessing faith, the enemy will come to come and challenge oh, you. Yeah. Every time. In Luke chapter 22, Verses 31 to 32, in Passion Translation, Peter, my dear friend, Jesus was saying this to Peter. Peter, my dear friend, listen to what I'm about, I'm about to tell you. Satan has demanded to come and sift you like wheat and test your faith. That's Luke 22, verse 31, in Passion Translation. He says, Peter, Peter, Satan has asked for you. Let me read it in New King James. The Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. 
Passion translation translated is Satan has demanded to come and sift you like wheat and test your faith. Wow. He says, he said, but I have prayed for you. Thank God Jesus is our intercessor. You see, the reason you face those challenges is that the enemy has gone ahead to accuse you before God, to tell God that you will deny God if, if a little challenge comes your way. Yours is to keep confessing the word of God. And that is why I said there must be no retreat, there must be no surrender. I'll be right back after this. Amen. Bishop, thank you so much for that empowering word. Yes. No retreat, no surrender. Have you retreated to the enemy? Have you surrendered? Well, stay tuned because more is coming on how you can have the victory. We'll be back after these announcements. If you are in need of food or you know someone who is in need of food, join us for our free food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, give us a call at 720-859-1737. Join us for our August oil change. You will not want to miss this powerful anointed service on Friday, August 26th at 7 p.m. at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Call us for more information at 720-859-1737. You can download our app, Day Ajala Ministries app on the Google Play and Apple iOS stores. Watch us on YouTube at Day Ajala Ministries. Please like and subscribe to our channel to receive notifications. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Bishop Aday Ajala and connect with us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Aday Ajala and Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Welcome back to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Aday Ajala. The topic at hand no retreat, no surrender. We are not giving in. Bishop, thank you so much. That indeed was such an encouraging word for the body of Christ. Bishop, you shared so many beautiful analogies. You talked about uh, using the analogy of being in an aircraft, yes, being in faith, that we are already on board and above the circumstances, yes. although we're aware of the circumstances yes. that we're in. Mm -hmm. So we experience circumstances, but mm -hmm. we're above we're them. Above it. And then you share, Bishop, that anybody can shout in the church. Oh, it's yeah. so easy to get happy, as some people yes. say, or shout in the church. But what happens when you hit that parking lot? Yes. The enemy is right there waiting for you. Mm. Bishop, what do you say to that believer or those believers who tend to have that issue? Mm -hmm. They do well when they're in the body, mm -hmm. but when they get home, mm -hmm. when they get in the parking lot mm -hmm. and they get in the car, mm -hmm. their faith seems to dwindle. Mm -hmm. What would you share with them? Well, uh, what I would say is 
is an indication of um, not having enough word in their spirit. Because it is the word in your spirit that your soul will feed from. Yes. And it is the word in your soul that your body will respond to. Your soul feeds from the word in your spirit. The word of God does not go to your soul. The word of man goes to your soul. The word of God goes to your spirit. For whatever is mm -hmm. spirit is spirit. Mm -hmm. The word of God goes to your spirit. The word of man goes to your soul. And then how do you get rid of the word of man? By making sure the word of God continually flowing into your soul. Yes. As the word of God is flowing into your soul, is pushing out the word of man, mm. the word of fear, the word of television, and so on and so forth. And when your soul is full of the word, your body takes instruction from the word that is coming from your soul. The body does not engineer anything by itself. It depends on the soul. The body doesn't quickly jump and listen to the spirit. The body and the spirit don't even communicate. It Anytime people say, I believe the spirit of God says this to me, that spirit, as true as it is, the word came to his spirit. Before his body can respond, he must pass through his soul. Because it is in your soul that your will, your emotion, your knowledge, your intellect are. You, your body cannot carry out any instruction except it passes through the soul. That is why you must feed your spirit with the word of God. Because what you are telling me is that those who are experiencing that are emotional Christians. Yes. And if they are emotional Christian, the Bible calls them carnal Christian. Carnal doesn't mean they are not born again. It just means that they are starving their soul from the word of God. And so the word of the man, the word of man, the word of culture, the word of television, he has replaced, has taken over their soul that their body is responding to that. Now the danger of that is that when the word of man, the word of television, the word of culture fills your soul, your brain accepts it as valid. Yes. So when people are telling you you are wrong, you are right. arguing with them. That well, How can I be wrong? Don't blame them. Their soul is filled mm -hmm. with a wrong word. Yes. You know, and that's, and their body is saying, no, it's fine. It's fine. I got this from the soul. This is for my, this is for my, 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 my will. This is for my intellect. But when the word of God comes, it pushes out the word of man. That is why the Bible says the word of God is quick and active, sharper than two, any two edged sword, dividing the soul yeah. from the spirit. Yeah. So the word of God will rescue your soul from the grasp of the word of man, of television. Also, that's why when you are feeding yourself with the word of God and you are meditating on it, guess what is happening? Your mind is being renewed.
Yes. Your mind is it by the renewing of your mind. You can't renew your mind just by sitting down looking at television. No. As a matter of fact, you are establishing it on a wrong platform. On a wrong. That's why it's easier for Christians when they listen to lies over and and, and exaggerations over the years. They become wicked, and it doesn't even bother their soul anymore. Because that's all their soul is full of. And if anybody tells them you are wrong, that person is the one that is wrong to them. You know, the, 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 the day a man who is a cuckoo, who has issue in his brain, realizes mm -hmm. he has issue in his brain, is 90% healed. Wow. Because the moment he realizes something is wrong with right. me, then, he, he, then they say, wow, occasional, all of a sudden, why am I here? You see, mm -hmm. but before he was on the street, he was yes. sleeping where he's not supposed to sleep. Even the man that the Bible called the prodigal son, he thought he was enjoying life until he came to his senses. When he came to his senses, the Bible says he came to himself. He came to his senses. My father has servant and my father's servant are not eating with pigs. I will return home. Until people are filled with the word of God, the word of man, the word of culture will continue to ring loud in their emotion, yes. in their will, in their intellect. Yes. And that's why many Christians, good, that have potential to be great, and now you, people look at them and say, and you say you are a Christian? How can you be a Christian and believe all this? How can you say a Christian and be this wicked? How can you say you're a Christian mm. and be this hateful? How can you be a Christian and be a racist? The fact is that the word of man and the word of culture has dominated their soul and is making sense to them. Wow. No time was it ever so clear that pastors, even who are stiving them, their soul with the word of God, was the last election. We are Christians yes. that I respect so well. I justify unjustifiable thing in the name of, I don't know. And I kept, until the Lord spoke to me, he said, their soul has been taken over by the word of man, by their own culture, by their greed, and it produces fear. The mm -hmm. word of man never produces faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God not the word of man. When you saturate your soul so much with the word of man, fear will come. Yes. And when fear come, fight will come. Fear brings fight. Look at what is going on in Ukraine and Russia. Yes, yes. The fear of the Russians is what makes them now to be bombing innocent people. You know, now fear always cause fight. Even in homes, fear calls fight. The man mm -hmm. said to the master that loved him so much that gave him only one talent because only one talent he could handle. The Bible says he gave one five talents. He gave the second two talents. He gave the third one talent according to their ability. He's supposed to thank the man for not overloading him beyond his ability. But yeah. fear crept in. He began to accuse the master that loved him. This is what fear does. Fear will make us look at somebody that don't look like us. And we are thinking, oh, that, this guy is going to kill me. 
Fear make us to generalize. Fear make us to throw our, our, ourselves into things that you would just wonder, how did I get here? It's fear. And fear comes through the word of man, not through the word of God. Yeah. When word of God comes, faith comes. So mm -hmm. if anybody is going through a situation whereby in the church they are jumping and they are shouting hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. <laughs> but as soon as they get to the parking yeah. lot, the word of man hits them. The word of culture hit them. CNN hit them. Fox News hit them. And politicians hit them. They forget about what they just had. Because what they had is not yet rooted. It has no foundation in them. What do they produce? Fear. They just go back to their, natural, their default, which is fear. And fear will make them begin to do things that down the road, when the word of God grows in them, they will say, I could not believe I did this. That's why Zechariah says, not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit, says the Lord. So I am saying to you, brother and sister, I am saying, get into the word. Meditate upon the word. Don't get tired of the word. It is the word of God that will produce the kind of faith that I'm talking about. And don't forget, it's a fight. You will have to fight your will, fight your emotion, fight the world of people around you. That's why Paul was writing. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Yes. Fight the good. You walk by faith until there is evidence. Amen. Walk by faith yes, until, until there is evidence. Don't quit because that evidence is your faith. Yes. In other words, when people look at Kingdom Connection, and they say, oh, you guys get things done. What we got done became the evidence of our faith. Yes. You understand me? That's our faith right there. How do you do that? Faith did it. How did you do that? Faith, faith did it. How did you overcome that? Faith did it. Because if we had quit when the battle was tough, yes. we would not have anything to show. He says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even okay. our faith. Never retreat, never surrender. You won. Let me pray with you before I go. Father, I thank you for my brothers, my sister, my friends that are listening to me, especially that one that is saying, I am just tired. Lord, I speak your strength. As they open the word of God, I'm asking that you will open their heart and their soul that they will be able to receive it and walk in it and produce tangible results that will bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737. Mm -hmm.